0: from the writers and experts of the popular industry blog PPC Hero. Welcome superheroes to a new episode of the PPC Hero podcast. You can expect kick-ass insights, smashing digital marketing strategies, and the latest trends and happenings in PPC that can help you zoom past your competition. Stay tuned for your host. Welcome to episode four of the PPC Hero Podcast. This is Zach Shroll, Director of Marketing here at Hannepin. Uh, and today we've got with us J.D. Prater, a Senior Account Manager at Hannepin Marketing. Um, and he actually published a really interesting post on PPC Hero last week titled, Three Reasons Not to Run Facebook Ads. Um, so, uh, you know, a pretty interesting topic. Instead of to run Facebook ads, we're talking about why shouldn't you? Um, so, J.D., Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, so I, I'd say, you know what, let's, let's go ahead and get into it a little bit. Um, I'd love to hear your first reason um, why a brand or advertiser shouldn't run Facebook ads.
1: Yeah, so the first reason is if you think Facebook marketing and Facebook advertising are the same thing. And this really comes from this growing frustration that I hear from a lot of companies around uh, not getting results. And I think some of this is mostly due um, to the fact that they're kind of mixing these two together. And so while a lot of people think marketing and advertising might be the same, they're actually a little bit different. So advertising is really just one component of marketing. It should be a part of your comprehensive marketing strategy. So that's really what I want to uh, kind of differentiate is between Facebook marketing and Facebook advertising.
0: Hmm. Okay. Um, so talk a little bit about Facebook marketing. So if someone's doing marketing well on Facebook, what does that look like?
1: Yeah, that's um, a really good one. So if someone is doing Facebook marketing really well, uh, what I would look to see is, are they posting? Do they have a regular cadence to their posting? Are they posting different types of content? So we know that Facebook is really giving a lot of weight in the news feed to videos or instant articles. Are they taking advantage of these features? Whereas um, Something to also keep in mind is that it is a social platform. So I'm also looking to: Are you able to um, answer and comment to people? So Facebook Messenger. Now that Facebook has kind of become this customer service, are you are you replying back? And so those are kind of the main things that I'm looking for whenever I'm kind of diagnosing: Is someone doing really well on Facebook marketing? Because ultimately that goal is to reach people who matter the most, engaging with that community, and then driving traffic back to their website and hopefully finding new customers.
0: Okay, so not, not just saying, hey, here's my new product, buy it, buy this, buy that, um, and only running it with paid, but actually having some additional stories and content that's there, as well as having, a, I guess, a social communications manager um, kind of manning, managing the page for you.
1: Yeah, and that's really kind of the difference there because what I'm seeing a lot of um, advertisers wanting to do is try to reach like these cold audiences with a buy my product. And let's face it, like no one likes that. It's really crashing people's news feeds. I think Facebook is really um, catching on to this type of plays to where they're actually kind of downgrading those ads because let's face it, we've all been in those situations where you're at a party you don't know you know everyone there, then someone walks up to you, and then all of a sudden they, they're trying to sell you on something, and no one likes that no one likes that on Facebook either so really trying to make sure that you have a brand you have a message and you have a strategy for how you do Facebook.
0: Excellent, okay, cool um, now let's let's dive into the second one, um, your second one uh, for reason why not. Uh, to advertise on Facebook.
1: Yeah. So we just talked about what you did in the past. So do you have this set up? The second one is you don't have a Facebook strategy, period. So you know, you know, what have you done in the past? And then now what are you going to do in the future? Um, that's also what I'm looking forward to because we see too many times where brands are trying to jump out there, or companies trying to jump out there, and they have no strategy whatsoever. And by strategy, again, what I'm looking for is, do you have a content strategy? Do you have something to even post on Facebook? Do you have different types of contents, blog posts, images, videos? How often are you going to do these things? You know, these are the types of questions that I'm kind of looking for whenever you come in, and we want to start advertising because really the advertising should be complementing all of these different types of tactics as we look at uh, Facebook.
0: (laughs) You you bring me back in time a little bit um, when uh, I used to have this argument a lot with the client in terms of hey you're expecting us to, to spend your money wisely what is the content calendar what's it look like we need to determine what posts would be the most valuable when to actually sell the product, um, see the full story, instead of just, hey, here's this, put money behind it.
1: Yeah, exactly, uh, because we really need to have this kind of value exchange, really, I and mean, that's really what it comes down to is, if I'm going to be crashing your news feed with an ad, I really need to be giving you value for it, other than just an impression or something like that. Um, so in, you know, within the performance marketing, if you want to do well, you've got to tell a story.
0: Awesome, um, and then you also go into, and I think we touched on a last uh, on the last one as well a little bit, but your customer service strategy. Yeah, you know
1: this is one that I've run into um, as a as a kind of a, a gray area and kind of a pain point. Honestly, is all you know we we've, we've been running ads for companies, and then someone will comment on the ad. Well, mm-hmm. whose job is it? To answer that person, and so um, ultimately I would love someone on the brand side to be able to answer that, you know, be able to respond in the brand voice as um, Hennepin specifically was hired just to kind of, you know, come up with a strategy and run the ads, not necessarily play the customer service aspect of it, um, and so I would love to see someone that is a dedicated role or at least has the responsibility to answering those questions. Um, commenting whenever people have, um, you know, issues, whether negative or positive. Um, So that's one thing I think that's really going to be important, and especially as we move into 2016 and we've seen the rise of Facebook Messenger and how Facebook is even um, giving on your uh, timeline now, they're saying how quick you respond to messages and how quick you respond to people. And that's really going to play into how well your ads perform. If someone is commenting a lot um, and your customers are commenting but it's just into a a black hole and no one's responding, that's not really looking good for your brand or even giving me a good brand affinity.
0: And I think, you know, what you mentioned earlier, Facebook's continually trying to help weed out those people, right? If you're a customer and you're seeing an ad pop up and hey, they, their average response time is seven days, that's probably not a good, good <laughs> sign and you're going to start seeing uh, your, your, your responses uh, dropping to your ads quite a bit. Have you seen instances um, with clients where um, negative comments have kind of sent performance tanking in the wrong direction?
1: Um, I plead the fifth.
0: Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would imagine so. <laughs> it, um, it probably does not help, right? So I, I would, yeah, I would it, assume performance will start going down if you're looking at an ad and you've got negative comments with with no feedback from from your business.
1: Exactly, and I think part of this too is we know that Facebook does give weight to engagement, and so. Um, i I actually think that whenever people have uh, for example, like negative comments and the brand answers them, I really think it actually boosts the engagement rate of that ad and actually makes it more relevant um, and then so doing more weight in the news feed will be shown more often, and then hopefully you know conversions follow,
0: yeah yeah. Um, i I'd say i 'd have to agree with you specifically when I see a brand responding to people in the comments um, below whether it 's an ad or a regular post it 's good for them right i mean that's that 's my initial reaction and good for them they 're treating the customer especially when it 's an issue um, they 're respecting the customer and getting back to them
1: exactly I mean it is a social platform um, you can 't hide behind it and just run ads. you really got to engage with your community because ultimately what you're wanting is for those um, you know customers that are really loyal is to kind of answer those questions for you but you're not gonna get to that point if you're not able to bring people up to there by answering the questions yourself
0: perfect All right, Um, I'm gonna jump into number three or I'll I'll tee you up for jumping into number three (laughs) for reasons not to run ads on Facebook if you can't
1: properly measure your ROI. Now this one, a lot of people, this is probably the most controversial one. I don't think really anyone's gonna say, yeah, JD, we know we should have someone answering or yeah, we should have a strategy that makes sense. But when it comes to ROI, this is really difficult. And it's, a lot of this is because we live in this multi-channel, multi-device world. And so it's um, not being able to track All of that is difficult, and I don't think there's anyone really out there right now that does it really well. I think that there are things that we can put into place, though, that will help us measure the full funnel a little bit better. So looking at these touch points, um, my, my first thing I would say is, are you measuring at all, like, please tell me that you have some kind of measurement in place. Uh, do you have, you know, at the bare minimum, some like website analytics tool like Google analytics? Are you at least tracking from Facebook to your website using like UTM parameters? Um, I think that right there is probably going to weed out a third of the people. So, uh, that's the first thing I'm going to say is, are you measuring it all? Please do. It's really important. Um, The second thing that I think some people kind of miss on is only measuring the short-term impact. And so what we have found is really there's a long-term impact. There's a reason why you have fans, and there's a reason why it's important to not only grow that base, but to also kind of look to monetizing that base. Uh, Dave Hanley of Deloitte Digital has this amazing social media ROI model, which uh, we can find in the blog. I've linked to it, and then I put in um, a quick image of really how they look at um, the income statement versus the balance sheet to in order to figure up their return on investment. Now, this is a pretty complex formula that they have set up, but – it's a complex thing to measure, and if you have some kind of system in place to at least measure the ROI, um, it's gonna help out not only your business, but really to figure out, is this worth putting all these resources to?
0: Hmm. Okay, um, so you talk about this uh, ROI model, um, and I just pulled up the blog looking at this social income statement, um, plus revenue, minus expenses. Uh, what, what's the most important thing Um, of that model? What was your key takeaway on it um, that that you thought, hey, you know what, Um, I'd like to implement this for some of my clients?
1: Yeah, that's a a really good question. Um, The one thing I really liked about it was he actually put a value on friends, followers, influencers, advocates. So whenever we're running ads, we know that those ads are um, creating page likes. So we're getting new fans. We're getting friends. Now, we're not being charged for those friends or for those fans or followers, um, but we know that once someone likes it, um, it's going to be in their organic news feed, and that we know that they're now following our brand. So he actually puts a value to those people. And the other side of that is he also puts um, a depreciation of social assets, meaning um, he knows that those fans will eventually drop off if they're not engaged, whatever it may be, and so they do over time – Um, you have to kind of look at um, what is their value in three months from now. It's not as great as it was in the first couple of weeks when they were first engaged with your brand. And so really kind of looking at that and then understanding that social equity aspect of it, of uh, the increase and decrease value of social assets. So we're not just looking at revenue. We're also looking at our expenses and then also our capital investments of what we gained outside of just revenue.
0: Hmm. Interesting. All right. And then further on, I'm just, I'm taking a peek here, um, in terms of attribution models, you talk a little bit about that, um, towards the end of the post. Um, can we elaborate on that a little bit?
1: Yeah, definitely. So, um, something else that's controversial, um, is we can't measure all channels the same. Um, and I don't think that we should be measuring uh, Facebook the same as we're measuring AdWords. I think there's different intent. I think that if you're only measuring last non-direct click, you're missing out on a whole lot because Facebook, from, and from what I have seen, is really good at driving top of the funnel or first-click attribution. And you have to give them credit for that. It's not fair to just assume that... Um, You know, they're only going to drive last click attribution. Now, maybe their remarketing campaign might bring them back Mm -hmm. into the funnel, but it's just something you have to take into consideration. And I would encourage all companies to really look at their attribution models. So, the first thing is you got to measure them a little bit differently. And then the second part of that is look at where the traffic is coming into the funnel. So, maybe they're um, very heavy in the front, not so much in the back. Well, let's move some attribution to them and give them more credit for bringing in all of these new customers, new users to your platform. But now maybe your organic or your email or your remarketing is capturing them back and bringing them back into the model.
0: Awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That one's tougher.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, but it but it really makes sense, right? I mean, you're talking about Facebook versus, you know, search marketing, and someone's got clear intent when they're looking something up versus, um, you know, uh, and a lot of times it's the first time they've ever seen your product. Um, or they're going to learn a little bit more, and later on you're going to push them down the funnel and hopefully have some sort of sequential messaging um, throughout that funnel uh, to keep, you know, pulling them in a little further until they ultimately convert. So... Uh, I mean, it makes a a lot of sense to me. There's very few times I see a brand-new company uh, on Facebook and will jump right in uh, and make a purchase, but um, it has driven quite a bit of awareness for a lot of new companies for myself.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, you know, one thing that I will point out that Facebook does, and they do this by default, and so it's something definitely worth looking into, but if you're optimizing for conversions on Facebook with your ads, they actually track your view through. So how many people actually saw that ad and then eventually converted later? And that's a really interesting metric to keep track of because uh, just because someone saw the ad but maybe didn't click, uh, they saw it, they engaged with it, and I see this a lot for like video ads. So maybe they watched the video ad but they didn't have time to click through, that it was just kind of running through their head. It was a really good story, and they went back through organic. And then uh, Facebook takes that into consider- consideration with their view-through conversion. So definitely take a look at that um, and understand how uh, Facebook is impacting that funnel because if you're not measuring that or giving proper attribution, you're probably going to be really frustrated with your results.
0: Hmm. Okay, so I wonder if we've appropriately scared people off. <laughs> <laughs> um, or they're still willing to jump in I would say be willing to jump in there's amazing audience insights um, and you know tech uh, that Facebook's implemented to allow you to target very specific audiences So uh, uh, still definitely see it as valuable do you see it as uh, a valuable platform for for marketers and advertisers Oh, hundred percent oh
1: I I will never like Facebook's my favorite platform by far Um, I'm I'm just mostly trying to quell any kind of frustration that might be bubbling up to the surface because of these things. And These are the top three things that I have found when talking to uh, clients or to friends about why they're having trouble and it's really about tracking and measuring results across the customers uh, path to purchase. That's really what it comes down to and in the end if you're not seeing the results and you're unhappy my main question to you then is kind of leading to uh, what Zach was saying. How valuable is this information, and what is it worth to your business to know it? Hmm. Uh, I think it's incredibly valuable, the information that Facebook yeah. gives you. It is really in-depth, and it's actually very useful for not only Facebook, but I've used it for my um, AdWords campaigns or my Bing campaigns, I've used it to go into Pinterest and a lot of this is just amazing, amazing audience insights that you would normally have to pay thousands of dollars from some company to do this market research for you to where if you have a little bit of grit and determination, you can really get in there and start dissecting your audience.
0: So really taking those Facebook insights and leveraging them on other platforms, you've found their insights tool uh, useful on with your search campaigns, you said, in Pinterest as well?
1: Yeah, and that's where I think the real value kind of comes into. Um, you know, you know, I think, Zach, you and know, I have talked about you know, looking at programmatic and looking at the types of audience insights that they give, and it's very similar to like with Facebook. They give you a lot of audience insights that you can leverage across your entire marketing funnel.
0: <laughs> oh, where we're going as marketers today—data, uh, <laughs> data, and more data. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, and you know, we've talked about it. Extremely interested in where um, all the the insights and strategy uh, directions you can go from from these new platforms. When we talk about programmatic and social and Facebook specifically, um, pulling all of these to go, together to help leverage your PPC campaigns uh, and campaigns on other platforms. Uh, Com- completely, completely agree with you 100%. Great,
1: great, yeah. So, to recap: if you if you think advertising and marketing are the same, don't run Facebook ads. If you don't have a Facebook strategy moving forward, don't run Facebook ads. If you don't have a way to properly measure, don't run Facebook ads. Or at least, if you have all those three things and you and you don't have any of them, don't complain uh, because. <laughs> Those three things are obviously going to uh, bolster any of your results, and I can guarantee you'll probably have better results if you can answer all of those things.
0: Awesome. So everyone out there, do your groundwork. Lay the foundation before you jump in. Um, and with that, uh, that's going to wrap up Episode 4 of the PPC Hero podcast. Um, thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Again, my name is Zach Schroll, Director of Marketing. Um, and check out J.D. Prater on PPC Hero uh, And check out that blog post that he was mentioning as well if you want to go back and kind of look at the words on paper. Um, So thanks, everyone, for joining, and we'll catch you next time.